Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I'm Sadie Eck. And I'm Courtney Eck. And we're happy to be here today. We are. I am. I don't know about you. I'm happy to be here. I am too. Did you say the name of our podcast? Yeah. Okay. They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. (laughs) I got a little nervous right when we started for some reason, like it was early days. Oh, Oh, yeah. Think about that first episode ever. Uh, it was just you and me talking to each other, but I was just like, Ooh, my heart was pounding. Is that how you, know, you felt? <laughs> yeah, it's like, why is it so scary? We can just delete this, but it's, right. it's scary. Yeah, we could totally just start over. <laughs> no, I just got that feeling. It's like I'm falling in love with you people all oh. over again. The spark is still the spark is still there, you guys. Still get butterflies. Mm-hmm. When we talk about murder. murder. Do you want to talk about some murder? I do want to talk about some murder. Three three of them, to be exact. Oh, that's a um, lot of murder. Yeah. Today I'm going to talk about the Jameson family disappearance. This is disappearances. <laughs> disappearances. Disappearance-i. Disappearance-i. So on October 8th, 2009, 44-year-old Bobby Jameson, his wife, 40-year-old Sherilyn Jameson, and their six-year-old daughter Madison packed up their truck at their home in Eufaula, Oklahoma, and drove 30 miles into the Sambois, I'm assuming it's Sambois, S-A-N-B-O-I-S, mountain range. After family and friends didn't hear from the Jamesons for several days, they reported them missing and the hunt for the young family began. It's been reported that the Jamesons were contemplating purchasing a 40-acre plot of land in the mountains and planned to live in a storage container that they already owned. A storage container? A store, yeah, like a storage mm-hmm. container, like the big metal ones. Yeah. It seems that the decision to make the massive purchase might have been last minute, as Sherilyn's son from a previous marriage had seen his mother two weeks earlier and said she hadn't mentioned anything about purchasing the land or making the move. Mm-hmm. After eight days of searching, the family's truck was discovered about an hour away from their home, and the items discovered in the truck indicated that they'd only been planning on taking a short trip. Quote, Bobby and Sherilyn's cell phones, wallets, Sherilyn's purse, and the family's malnourished dog were all located inside the truck, along with the GPS, maps, and $32,000 in cash. The truck was in good condition, and there were no signs that an accident had occurred. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of cash. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) While I think just about anyone would be surprised to find that their family member was carrying around $32,000 in cash, 
The Jamesons family was especially surprised as Bobby and Sherilyn were on disability at the time of their disappearance Mm. and would have had no way to save the large amount of money unless they were involved in some type of criminal activity, and many speculated that they could have been involved in dealing drugs. And I'm sorry, where are we? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, that's right. Yeah. Others were quick to reject that theory, as they were loving and protective parents and never would have brought Madison along if they'd been planning to come in contact with anyone or anything dangerous. Despite finding the truck and the Jamesons' possessions, authorities were unable to locate the family and the case essentially went cold for four years. On November 16, 2013, hunters found the skeletal remains of two adults and a child about three miles from where the Jamesons' truck had been located, and forensic testing confirmed that the bodies belonged to the family. Hmm. Any idea if the area had been searched? Yes, extensively, I guess. Like, really massive, extensive search. And that spot in particular, where the The, remains were found? I do believe so, yes. Yep. Hmm. Well, I don't know about that exact spot, but that area, you know, all the mountains. The three were laying side by side, face down, and were too decomposed to determine the cause of death. But detectives did find one small hole in Bobby's skull that has led to a lot of speculation about their demise. So what exactly led a beautiful family of three to suddenly flee to the mountains with $32,000 in cash and die sometime soon after? I hope you'll tell us. <laughs> I I was hoping you would tell me. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually, this one was on my list. Oh, no shit. Stories. Yeah, but I, all I read was pretty much just what you talked about. Oh, boy. Was, I just put it on my list. So I, I could try to tell you, but I have not researched it well enough. <laughs> well, I was really counting on you being able to tell me. So now we're <laughs> fucked. Kate, episode concluded. Over. Bye, guys. <laughs> no, this one, I made the mistake i do this a lot of researching cases in bed while i'm trying to go to sleep mm-hmm. I, I scared myself so badly <laughs> no there's a point where i'm going to talk about some surveillance footage and there you can watch it online and it came up in the article that i was reading and i was too scared to watch it i was so fucking no. scared. i had to stop yeah yep and it wasn't just this case this case is creepy but I just read multiple creepy cases and just, yeah. and I'm not easily scared, but man, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So in 2003, Bobby was involved in a car accident and suffered from chronic back pain as a result. Anyone who's experienced chronic pain, especially back pain, knows how awful it is. It essentially takes over your whole life and affects your mobility, mood, and overall quality of life. And Sherilyn, while physically healthy, suffered from bipolar disorder, and like many people with the mood-altering diagnosis, struggled to take her medication consistently, and so was known to have bouts of severe depression and mood swings, which she often expressed as anger against her family and friends, particularly her husband Bobby. She had also lost her sister Marla to an allergic reaction to a bee sting two years before her disappearance, which deepened her depression and threatened her overall mental state. Bummer. Such a huge bummer. Laura's allergic to bees to that level. Yeah. Yeah, she's gone into anaphylaxis before and thank God for EpiPens, man. That's all I have to say about it. We have like seriously like probably fourteen EpiPens in every corner of every bit of her life. Yes. Hide them in the trees, like everywhere. Seriously. 
It's reported that the Jamesons were homebodies and had deeply spiritual lives, which served them well until it didn't. Loved ones claim that Madison had started talking to an imaginary friend named Emily, which is a very normal part of a young child's life, but in this case it took an extremely dark turn when Bobby and Sherilyn became convinced that Emily was a malevolent spirit and that their home had become infested with dark forces. Oh no. Yeah. They concluded that there were three to four spirits in the home, including Emily and another child named Michael, and Madison also spoke to Emily's sister who, quote, had wings. Oh no. They consulted a local priest about their concerns, and Bobby asked him if he, quote, knew of anywhere he could purchase special bullets to shoot a handful of spirits whom he said were living on the roof of the family's home. No, uh... Bobby was also planning to try to exercise the spirits in the home with the help of a copy of the Satanic Bible that he had purchased. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. And Madison was six? Six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like prime time for imaginary friends. Yes. Yeah, just a totally normal thing. She's Especially an only child. Only child. Yeah. yeah. Has an imaginary friend and they're like, well, shit. Gotta get the bullets. Fucking haunted. They're on the roof. Gotta get the bullets. It's really intense. So intense. It gets more intense. The story just cuddle up, guys. It is (laughs) wild. So friends and family did report that they experienced odd things when visiting the family, but are more inclined to blame depression and paranoia for the generally dark feeling in the family home. So it was weird, but... Mm -hmm. Bobby and Sherilyn were not the most stable of individuals. So, totally. you know, yeah. when you go into a house full of people with mental illness, it's... Yeah, it doesn't feel great. No. Police also found surveillance camera footage of the family and were particularly disturbed by footage of Bobby and Sherilyn loading the truck to take their trip into the mountains. In the video, the couple can be seen taking around 20 trips to and from the truck in a, quote, zombie-like trance. Mm sometimes carrying items, sometimes empty-handed, not appearing to speak to each other, and, quote, at times they stopped and stood in place with a vacant stare on their faces. <laughs> That's the part when I was reading in bed, and I was yes. like, I'm fucking freaked out. <laughs> I just watched Paranormal Activity 2, like, oh, two days yeah. ago. That's what it's reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. No. One of the items they carried to the truck was a brown briefcase that has never been recovered and police believe may hold a clue to their death. So it wasn't among the possessions that they found, but they did see it on the surveillance footage that she loaded a brown briefcase into the truck. This odd behavior also added to the theory that the couple might have been on drugs at the time of their disappearance and could have been part of the reason they had access to so much cash and also why they decided to leave on seemingly such short notice. But what drugs makes you zombie-like? Yeah. I mean... Like, do tasks that you need to get done, but, like, in a weird way? Other than, you know, like, not, like, hyped up and, like, super moving or, like... Right. No? Maybe if you're coming off of the drugs, or maybe if you're suffering severe side effects from the drugs. But still, if I'm having a... Like, doing drugs, I'm not moving. You know, like if I'm having a severe side effect, right? I I would just go sit down, or you know, <laughs> I wouldn't keep trying to move. <laughs> You're like, you know what I need to do right now? A really annoying, uh, yeah. super menial. Yeah, moving is awful. Labor task. Yes. Yeah. 
anyway. Yeah. Today, Laura and I came upon a truck that had a pallet of probably 50 bags of 50 pound, 50, 50 pound bags of salt uh-huh. that had fallen out of the back of it. Uh-uh. And this guy was just putting them all back into the truck by himself in the middle of the road. Uh-uh. So we pulled over. Laura's like, should we help him? And I was like, yeah. Oh, you're better the person than I am. <laughs> I, dude. And this other guy showed up. So there were four of us putting these bags of salt back into the truck. But after, I mean, it took us maybe three or four minutes. But we were all just like, <gasps> oh, God. No, that's so much heavy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> 50 pounds is heavy. It was fucking intense. It was yeah. so intense. But yes, anyway. Yeah, I, it just made you would me, not if, have I was, if I had been on drugs it. at that exactly. moment. No, exactly. no, no. I've been like, no. I'm going to go listen to Arcade Fire or something. Yes. I'm not going to fucking put salt in the back of this no. truck. So another even more disturbing peek into the couple's mental state was uncovered on the surveillance video as well. The video shows a storage container on the couple's property, the one I believe they were going to move into, that had strange messages graffitied all over it. On the outside? On the outside. Things like, quote, witches don't like their black cat killed and gossip is a sin Ooh. are painted in black spray paint all across the container. Weird. Quote, Sherilyn had told neighbors that she believed she was a witch and that these were important self-protective messages that she'd been spray painting on the container. Sherilyn believed that someone from the neighborhood had poisoned her cats, and a friend reported that she and Sherilyn had hosted seances together. Hmm. So the family clearly wasn't in the best mental state when they left for the mountains on the day that they disappeared, but what actually led to their deaths? <laughs> there are approximately 90 billion theories, so get comfortable. Yes. I know, as much as I hate cold cases, I keep getting drawn to these fucking weird ones and I can't help myself. Well, I think that the thing, though, is that unsolved cases lead to so much mystery, which is really fun to chew on if you have some, like, good theories. Right. That's why I like them. Yeah. Well, and especially if there's, like, a lot of information. Yeah. You know, if a woman just yeah. goes missing and then shows up dead or just disappears and it's like, she was at the bar and then they, she got mm -hmm. in the cab and then she was never, you know, it's like, fuck, I, what am I supposed to do with that? But a story right. like this where it's just cuckoo bonkers it's, mm -hmm. yeah I find this very interesting so the first theory is that Bobby and Sherilyn were addicted to and likely dealing methamphetamines the area of Oklahoma where the family lived as well as the area where they were considering moving to are all well known for their high percentages of meth abuse and trafficking and this was they went missing in 2009 correct so it's like peak prime meth time yes yeah yeah, big time. I know. It's like when I was writing that sentence, it was like, I don't know of any place that's not known for meth abuse and trafficking. Right, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. But yeah, you know how there's, there are definitely those towns where you're like, yeah, everyone's on meth there. This, mm -hmm. this seems to be one of those towns. And the mountains that they disappeared into were very well known to house meth labs. Like they were mm -hmm. all over the place. So the couple looked emaciated in the surveillance footage, and their behavior certainly pointed towards someone who might be abusing meth, as paranoia and erratic decision-making are common effects of the drug. It would also explain how they'd come to possess so much cash, although I did find a comment on Reddit that said that web sleuths... <laughs> So <laughs> like web sleuths told Reddit, <laughs> who told me... <laughs> um, 
that the cash was actually from the sale of some land that Bobby and his father owned. So these things led people to believe that they were heading to do a drug deal at one of the many meth labs in the mountain range. If the couple was involved in a drug deal gone wrong, however, why didn't the dealers take their expensive belongings and the cash from the truck? Despite all of these signs, there was never any conclusive evidence of drug use or dealing found in the couple's past. Other people on Reddit have also pointed out that meth trafficking isn't a sophisticated trade, and it's unlikely they would have packed up the whole family and driven an hour to do a deal when they can easily have met in a dark parking lot like everyone else. Right. So they're like, why would they pack up the dog and the kid, you know? All of their belongings. Their belongings and their fucking cash and, you know, and then go to do a deal. The deal goes bad, but then and they get brought three miles away from their vehicle. Exactly. Exactly. I don't buy it. And a lot of people pointed out that to keep a family of three corralled for three miles... You know, with a little girl, yes. and then they were found, I'm going to get into this a little bit more, but they were found up a 70-foot embankment, like Holy a steep shit. embankment. So, why? You know, why, right. if it's a drug deal gone by, why would you march them three miles away to kill them? Hmm. You know, and you're already in the mountains, so it's right. not like you're taking them to the mountains from a non-mountains. Right, you know? taking them from a mountain to another mountain. <laughs> right, and taking right. them deeper into the mountain. It doesn't make any sense. No. So another theory is that the family simply got lost in the woods. This doesn't seem very likely as very few people would leave their cell phones, GPS, beloved dog, and $32,000 in the truck if they planned to go on a family adventure. Right. We also have to consider Bobby's chronic back pain, and there's a very slim chance he'd be excited to take a three-mile hike at any point, especially after a long truck ride into the mountains. No way. The truck was also parked in a way that led detectives to believe that they'd been stopped by someone and hadn't pulled over and parked. And it's also unlikely that the three of them would have died face down if they'd succumbed to the elements. Their bodies were also found at the top of a steep 70-foot embankment, like I mentioned, so they could have been climbing to higher ground to assess their location, but that also seems unlikely with Bobby's back and a young child in tow. Well, you don't just climb up a 70-foot embankment and then fall down face-first, all three of you, and die. Correct. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. No. It's weird. I know science. That doesn't. That's not how it works. No. And I could see, like, the dad or the mom being like, I'll climb up and see if I can figure out where we are, see if I can see the truck, you know? Right. So, they, you know, people on Reddit said to, they had, they were driving out to check out land. You know, they wanted to buy this land. And so... They thought, well, they parked, and then they went to look at the land, but they parked right in the middle of the road. You know, they didn't pull over. And so it wasn't like, oh, here's the spot. Let's pull into the safe pull-off area and then look around a little bit. You know, just like the truck was stopped in the middle of the road, and then they were found three miles away up an embankment. It's very, Mm -hmm. very strange. Also, you wouldn't, like, wander from the truck to the land, you know, oh. if you, you would drive right up to the land that you wanted right. to look at if you had your yes. six-year-old with you, right? Yes. And you'd bring the dog out of the car, too, because the dog's yes. got to pee anyway. Well, it really, and his back injury really makes it super unlikely they were going for a hike. No. They just wouldn't do that. No. Or even that he would have parked in a place that they would have had to walk right. to get to the land, you know? Right. So, another theory... 
Sherilyn's mother, Connie, believes that the family died as a result of a hit from a satanic cult. <laughs> done. That's all you have to say. No, done. Yeah. Believe it. Yep. 100%. Quote, that part of Oklahoma is known for that. Cults and stuff like that. From what I've been told and from what I've read, I was told around the time of Sherilyn's disappearance that she was on a cult's hit list. What? Connie has not been able to identify which cult she believes carried out the hit, nor have police found any evidence to support this theory. Seriously, I want to know, okay, like, give me the list of satanic Oklahoma mountains cults. For real, I want to know. Well, (laughs) yeah, I did find somebody on Reddit who lives in that area, and he was like, yeah, he or she was like, yeah, they... You know, there's teens being stupid and pretending to be satanic and listening to metal music and painting pentagrams on shit. But it's like, like black clothing. Exactly. Like dark clothes. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's deeply religious people and all that stuff. But he was like, there's no, just like, there have never been satanic cults. There's no, no satanic cults in Oklahoma. No. I mean, that's what we grew up, but like being told that our town was full of satanic cults. And I'm very disappointed to have never come across a single one. Yeah. <laughs> is all I'm saying. So if I have to yes. go to Oklahoma to find one, take me there. Take Right? Let's go. I know. If you yeah. can produce evidence of a satanic cult. I guess there are like the that Mexican drug cartel that, yeah. you know, tortured yes. people to death That's to get their awful. powers and stuff like that. So there are... That's Mexico. ...groups of people that come together and do really fucked up things in the name of evil or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, very few just actual satanic cults out there. Especially in the Midwest. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's my point. (laughs) Yeah. And they're not putting hits out on people. They're like, uh, what's the word? Headbanging. They're headbanging. Yeah. They're too busy headbanging. They're moshing and headbanging. No, they're sacrificing. That's it. They're not not like take you up into the mountains and just leave. They sacrifice you in cool, satanic ways. Right. Goats, fire, cauldrons. Etc. Right. They don't have, I didn't find any of those things near these bodies. No. So, another theory is that Bobby's father, Bobby Jean Jameson, killed the family. Mm. According to Bobby Jr., his father had hit him with his car in 2008, and according to everyone, he wasn't a very nice man. Just six months before the family's disappearance, Bobby and Sherilyn took out a protective order against him, as they claimed he'd threatened to kill the whole family over some bad business dealings. They claimed he was a, quote, very dangerous man who thinks he's above the law and that he was involved in, quote, prostitutes, gangs, and meth. When I first read about this case, and specifically the protective order, I was like, bing, 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 there it is. But Bobby's father had been in terrible health leading up to the family's disappearance, and died two months after they went missing. Oh, well, shit. Quote, Bobby's uncle, Jack Jameson, said Bobby's dad was either in a hospital or a rest home at the time of the disappearance, and that he was a disturbed individual but not capable of murder. Hmm. He also had a solid alibi and was quickly ruled out as a suspect by investigators. There are still rumors that maybe the family had gotten involved with one of his contacts, one of his nefarious contacts. Um, and that he also had ties to the Mexican mafia. So a loose theory that I came up with on my own was that maybe he did have them killed through a hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
So investigators wondered if the deaths could have been as a result of a murder-suicide after they found an 11-page, quote, hate letter in the truck with the family that was written by Sherilyn to Bobby. Oh, no. Quote, in the letter, Sherilyn raged against her husband, calling him a loner and a hermit who didn't care about his daughter. It was a laundry list of all the things Sherilyn hated about Bobby, and she wrote that she wanted a divorce. Sherilyn also carried a 22 caliber pistol with her, which could have explained the small hole in Bobby's skull, but police don't agree that the hole was caused by a bullet. There is also no evidence of gunshot wounds found on Sherilyn or Madison. No gun was ever found, and it seems very unlikely to me that Sherilyn would have been able to shoot herself and die face down next to her family. Mm. I mean, I guess she could have shot herself leaning over in the face. Right, but, but again, like, why would she walk three miles and all that whole thing again Right, to do that? And how do you get your husband with a bad back and your daughter three miles up into the mountain to shoot them up at the top of the mountain? Yeah. Sherilyn's close friend, Nikki, also said, quote, she would write things down when they came into her mind, but then she would move on. She loved Bobby. Mm. You want one more theory? Yes. I want all of the theories. Well, this theory belongs to white supremacists because it's the (laughs) only thing we haven't covered in the case so far. God, it's it is a white supremacist theory, like created by them, or about that they were responsible. Okay, (laughs) thought you were maybe it could have been created by a white supremacist. I'm not entirely sure of the origin of this theory. (laughs) This theory is by white supremacists for For white supremacists. So Sherilyn's friend, Nikki, also reported that she'd received a strange phone call that pointed to white supremacists having to do with the family's disappearance and deaths. Quote, the caller, a woman, informed Nikki that she'd once belonged to a white supremacy group and that she had seen a book containing the names of people that someone in the group, quote, had a problem with who needed to be, quote, taken care of. The caller said she tried to memorize the names in the book and would go home and look them up on the internet. Many of the names came back to a missing person case, including the Jamesons. The caller also reported information about the insignia on Bobby's wedding ring, which few people knew about, that she'd overheard men talking about, quote, having taken care of the family, and that, quote, supposedly one of the guys talked about how he liked to put Madison on his lap and how it made him feel good. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I am very suspicious that the mystery caller would have reached out to a family friend instead of the police. You know? Yeah. Like, sure. why would you call the person? I mean, I guess to put some distance between you and the police, but it just seems very strange. Didn't call her mother, called her right. best friend. But there was also a report that an unknown man had stayed with a family before they disappeared and had gotten into an altercation with Sherilyn after he criticized her Native American heritage, saying he, quote, hated Indians and anyone who wasn't white, and that she'd forced him out of her home at gunpoint. Hmm. That man also had a solid alibi, so was ruled out as a suspect, and as far as I know, the claims of a white supremacist hit were never confirmed. Damn it. So much damn it. So there were also, I didn't include them because I just didn't buy it, that maybe it was a kidnapping against Madison, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, no. why would you 
wait like until... happen upon a child with her parents in a truck right. on a mountain road. Right. It doesn't make any sense. There's this photo no. of Madison that's widely circulated of her. To me, it looks like she's in the middle of saying something. Her arms are kind of crossed and her face is a little... Like, people say that... Uh, I guess her family's like... It looks like she's being forced to smile. That's not what her smile looks like. To me, it looks like she's in the middle of saying something. Mm-hmm. And they snapped a photo, but it was snapped on that trip on Bobby's phone. And so a lot of people are like, oh, what's wrong with Madison? She's afraid. But I don't think she looks afraid at all. I think mm-hmm. she just looks kind of mid-gesture, mid-conversation. So, yeah, there's a little bit of that going around that maybe she they, she was the target. But I don't buy that. I just don't fucking know what happened no. to that poor family. There's Man. That's it. That is all. I mean, there's endless conversations, but as far as the major theories, that's it. Wow. Yeah, my head hurts. I want right? to know. I know. Well, and why? Another thing I thought was maybe it was a family suicide, you know, so maybe, mm-hmm. which kind of seems the most likely to me, that maybe they were so far gone because they clearly had mental health issues. Right. Like clearly had mental health issues. And so maybe they were like, let's go into the mountains and let's, there's a sacred spot or something, you know, like I saw, I saw a vision and we need to go up there and they took poison and Mm -hmm. died or something. Why they were face down is really strange though, you know? Right. Because it seems more likely the face down thing trips me up every time. Because that definitely feels like they were executed. Right. And the stopping in the middle of the road. Stopping in the middle of the road. Like, even if you were deciding to, like, have a family suicide. Right. You would still, like, get as close to that location as you could. You wouldn't bring your dog. No. And leave her in the car. Right. You would get closer. You would pull over. You would climb up the mountain and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you'd go straight to the spot that you wanted. And if Sherilyn was known to write things down, she probably would have left a note. Right. To describe, you know, explain, like, why and... Right. Hmm. I know, it's so weird. What happened? I don't know. I feel like if I could just think hard enough, I could, but I don't... Well, and that's... And then I just kept reading and reading and reading and reading and, like, nothing. never found anything. No evidence of someone else being there. No. I mean, I guess the crime scene was so old by the time they were found. Which is the major issue, because there couldn't be any kind of autopsy, and there were, you know, like, cuts from animals. Mm-hmm. There there were bones missing. You know, they, mm-hmm. had, been, they had been deeply tampered with and right. decomposed. So um, the only, yeah, the only mark that they couldn't really identify where it came from was that little hole. Oh. So there were other holes and things in the bones and the skulls, but they were more like very clearly from animal interference of some kind so that's the only one that they the hunters that found them said that it looked like a bullet hole but the police were like no it didn't doesn't work as a bullet hole i don't think they found any bullets near the bodies you know i'm assuming they combed the area for bullets or any kind of tool or you know weapon wasn't bloody that you know of nope no well, shit, man. I know. It's a real fucking mind twister, this one. I'm dying to know what well, happened to these people. Well, and it's not that old, either. It's not... No. Like, it's entirely possible that there are people out there that know exactly what happened to them. A hundred percent. 
Well, and then the bizarre behavior leading up to it, you know, like spray painting the container, zombie trance walk to the car, uh, ghosts and magical bullets to kill the ghost. You know, just something was going on with these people and they were involved in something. And what was it, you know? Right. Was it just mental health? Was it satanic mountain cults? (laughs) Well, and so then... This was this really creeped me out. This daytime creeped me out. So on Reddit, I'll just read this verbatim, but people were, you know, just co- having conversations about this. But I guess there's an author who has documented, he writes books about the hundreds of disappearances in rugged areas in the United States and elsewhere. His name is David Polides, Pol- Polides, P-A-U-L-I-D-E. Is that right? P no P A U L L I D E S. So it says so you start off reading the book and think that's odd, and then there's case after case with so many similarities and clusters and events in the same place but fifty years later. And they disappear so quickly. There's one story about some guys doing electrical or some other pole work, walking along a country road back to the truck, and when they turn around the last guy's gone. What? Nobody heard a thing. They go back and find one boot and some odds and ends from his pockets by a barbed wire fence just off the road and marking a swampy area. Big search, nothing found. What? That a year later, real. the landowner... Huh? That can't be real. I, um, <laughs> a year later... Scary. It's so scary. It gets even scarier. A year later, the landowner finds the other boot all the way across the field. <sighs> I think the worst was a kid playing hide-and-seek in a small meadow area near a national forest. His father sees him hiding behind a shrub. That round ends. He's not found. He's nowhere. There was no sound. He's just gone forever. Massive search. People just assume, oh, he was in the woods. He got lost. He got attacked by an animal. These things just happen. But people are vanishing completely or found dead and scratched up or live and scratched up, but with no ability to say what happened to them. If you want to get creeped out, read some of these cases. I'll never look at the woods the same way again. I'm totally going to read that book. Right? I'm totally going to read that book. What's the book called again? I don't, that I don't know. I just took down his (laughs) his name. Okay. Yeah, but I guess he's written multiple books about these cases. So he's just collecting these cases and just keeps finding, and most of them are around national forests. And it's just people who have gone missing in really fucking creepy ways like this. I don't like that. I mean, it really sounds too much like a Stephen King book for me to believe it just off the get. But yeah, give me some sources and I will fucking shit myself. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I guess these are actual cases. You know, this case even, I I had to dig pretty deep because I was like, this is so weird. Is this just like a Reddit thing? You know, is this? No, it's real. There's actual news coverage of the case you know yeah. actual newspapers and things these kids these people were actually found in these um all these stories they you know like there's an id show about i think there's a netflix um disappeared episode about them i read mm-hmm. so it's been widely covered it's just completely unsolved and completely unexplained wow but Let's yeah then solve it i need to know it, yeah. <laughs> in the meantime i'm gonna read about all these other cases sure, clusters yeah. clusters of missing no, that's so scary yeah, no, that's so scary. Yeah. So yeah, I have absolutely no idea what happened to these people unless it was unless they were involved in something nefarious or they came upon something nefarious. But it seems like there was probably pre-involvement would be my guess based on their behavior. Mm-hmm. And then they were going up there to meet somebody or 
you know, somebody was like, oh, I have some land for you to buy. Come on up. Why they walked them three miles before they killed them. Right. I don't know. And why they wouldn't have taken their money. Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It just doesn't That's make so any crazy. sense. I know. Was the truck locked or was it unlocked? It was unlocked. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now you'd rifle through that shit. Yes. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so put it on the list. All right. John Benet Ramsey, Blair Adams, etc. There's yes. so many. There's so many. Well, good one, Court. I like Thanks. that. I mean, I do not like it, and I'm so sorry for them, but I will be thinking about it for a while. <sighs> Get on Reddit. Like right it's... now, I can't talk. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> It's a problem with cold cases, too. When you're doing a podcast, it's really hard to think on your toes because you're just processing. Uh You can't just sit and process on a podcast. No. It's not entertaining. (laughs) Right, guys, just give me five minutes, (laughs) and then I'll have some really thoughtful ideas. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Well, hopefully more information will come out. I don't know. I I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Because when I was reading the articles and like blog posts that I was reading about them, they were from a long time ago. So you know, not not a long time ago, but right Right. around the time that the case happened, new has come about. Nope, nope. And then you go on Reddit to see what what the Reddit sphere has to say about it. They're just saying the same thing. And people who live near there chiming in. You know, like people are actively trying to figure this one out, but everyone just kind of keeps coming back to the same conclusion. So. I just can't believe that they don't have more evidence or that they don't know what actually happened to them. Right. It's just one of those cases where you're like, surely. You know, there's one guy who saw them going up a access road, but right, you know, the day that they disappeared. It was that guy. He did it. Well, that's what most of the people on Reddit are like, <laughs> that guy definitely did it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just did. He saw him. Last one saw it. Smellers the feller. Smellers the feller. <laughs> Smellers the fucking weird ass killer. Ugh. Wow. Yep. Well, thanks for that one. You're not. You're all welcome. Sorry. Sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, what what else do we have to talk about that is not mysterious cold cases? Well, I mean that's kind of a hard transition but i wrote myself a love letter <gasps> yay <laughs> and you know what it was much easier than i thought it would be well, isn't it yeah and i i definitely am the type of person that like i don't hate myself you know like yeah so i know some people really struggle with that and i not that i don't like have ne- negative self-talk and like right. wish that things could be better but i really i've never been that type of person totally but the thought of writing myself a love letter i was immediately like fuck no i'm not i'm not gonna do that it's and really uncomfortable right yeah and like i don't yeah. i couldn't off the top of my head think of like well what do i love about myself it's just not something that we do we're allowed to do right you know yes um, and th- as soon as I started to write, it was just a lot easier than I thought it would be. I had the exact same experience. I'm glad you had a similar experience. Yeah. So if you want, I can read it to you. I would love for you to read it to me okay. and everyone, anyone else. I know a couple people messaged us that they were writing theirs. I would love, 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 love to read them. If you want to share them, I'm glad yeah. that you're doing them. But if it's something that feels empowering to have us read them or share them with us. Yeah, and we, we don't have love. to share them with everyone. If you just right, no, want exactly. to give it to some strange ladies that you listen to every week, 
very strange ladies to read yes. <laughs> with our, we don't have to read them out loud to the world right exactly but i will read them out loud to the world right now i love that you made yourself do this even when you really didn't want to i love how much you care i love your ability to think about others always considering how things affect those around you even people you've never met i love your willingness to push through and keep on trying even when things feel impossible i love that you eventually pay your bills Go to the dentist and yes. see a therapist, even when your anxiety tells you not to. Oh, boy, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I love how deeply you love your children and how hard you have worked to be a good mom. Which is going to make me cry. Yeah, you worked your fucking ass off, dude. I love that you decided to get curly bangs. <laughs> By far the best choice of 2020. <laughs> you guys, just wait till you see Sadie's haircut. It's so cute. Uh, and that and that was it that's all i did but it really did feel cathartic it was really yeah, nice right yeah. yes yeah i wrote it in two phases too like i wrote it and then i reread it and then i added some stuff cause I yeah like, yeah i wrote I, it and i put it in a drawer and then i remembered to take it out just now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you might want to add to it later never yeah. know yeah. that's awesome good one thanks good one yeah and and really these bangs if anybody wants a curly hair specialist to cut Mm -hmm. your hair let me know because i found my person and they are amazing yeah if you live within 400 miles of the middle of indianapolis indiana Uh you should make the trip because you guys holy Uh shit i know if you're lucky i'll post a picture it's the best hair cut i've ever had it's and my hair is is not easy so um, it's almost as good as the name that I have to share today. Oh, God. Let's do this. Um, somebody sent us, I'm pretty sure this is a real person, because I did look deep into the internet to confirm, because it was a photo of someone, and the lower thirds, it was like them on the news channel or something, and the lower <laughs> third said, Judge Willie Stroker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And fists Willy up in the air. Stroker. Hip hip hooray. <laughs> oh, Judge Willie Stroker, the best. Oh, oh God, which reminds me of Marijuana Pepsi. Dr. Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. Is what? that? Oh, God. There's a, I think that's her, I think I'm saying it in the right order. There's a woman whose name is Marijuana Pepsi. Um, I can't believe I didn't think of her earlier. And it's not an urban legend? No. Oh, no, no. Yes. Marijuana Pepsi is a doc. She's a doctor. She got her PhD, which made her Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. Her mother named her Marijuana Pepsi. And she was like, that is my name. I'm going to keep my name because that is what my mother named me. So she's Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. I can't believe I didn't think about her until just now. Isn't that incredible? That's incredible. Yeah. It's so inspiring. God, this place is this, this place, meaning this (laughs) This world is so fucking great sometimes. Right? Yeah. What other names? Um, oh, this one was, someone was telling us a story about someone they worked with named B.B. Hernandez. Oh, yeah, B.B. And the B.B. stood for baby boy. Uh, his parents couldn't read or write English. When the parents saw something written after name, but before their last name, they assumed the hospital had already named him, and they didn't question it. Yeah. And it was just baby boy. Just baby boy. <laughs> 
Oh, but mean, he kept it, right? Like it's yeah, it's baby. License. Yeah, baby. Which is boy. a great name. I mean, it's she, kind of. Yeah. I hope that his parents were like, "Yeah, fuck it. You know what? It suits him. Yeah, it's great, baby boy." Can I read two hilarious reviews that I read recently? And you know, like how Amazon reviews where people post intentionally hilarious reviews. Mm-hmm. This is people posting, I think, very earnest reviews that are in- unintentionally hilarious, and it's. It's like finding gold. It's like seeing a first date or a breakup in public, you know, where you're just like, oh, yes, yes. I found two lately. Oh, God. One of them, I was looking, I've reached the age where things come up in my Instagram feed and I'm like, I need that fucking lint scraper. This is a mm-hmm. lint scraper for like your sofa and stuff. And so I was reading the reviews because it looks like it works so well on Instagram. And I'm like, there's no way it works that well. So, of course, mm-hmm. you have to read the reviews, which is another fucking very middle-aged thing that if you're not <laughs> middle-aged is going to happen to you. Yes, just, lint scrapers are a must. Well, A, getting them. B, reading, thoroughly <laughs> reading the reviews about them uh-huh. is, that's when you know you're like really middle-aged. So, <laughs> so this woman got hers and it came rusted and she oh, wrote, no. Didn't realize I was buying a damn ancient artifact. <laughs> Item came rusted as hell. Loose parts and an insane amount of rust and damage. Damn ancient artifact is poetry to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, that person is really funny. And then I looked at all the rest of her reviews and it was like, you know, this uh, imagine dream pillow is just what I wanted. Like she's oh. the most basic, just ha- no. <laughs> Not funny. This person is not funny. Like damn her, ancient artifact. I didn't realize I was buying a damn ancient artifact. I was like fucking A plus plus for that so review. Funny. This review. This is I. I don't know who to talk to about this review because all I want to do is talk about it because it's so there's so many layers of funny and genius and I don't know. I don't think it was intentional. Anyway, there is a restaurant. Uh, about 30 minutes from my house called the joy a joy the joy walk which uh un- unfortunately a unfortunately the joy walk was disgusting i ate there <laughs> but b um it is permanently closed i think oh. i think covid got the joy walk but yeah. I, or food poisoning got the joy walk because right. it was very gross but <laughs> this review says i didn't go to the damn joy walk i barely drove past the place <laughs> that is it what What? you see what i mean i assume it was a one star review it was a one star review i didn't go to the damn joy walk i barely drove past the place wow what does that mean what does that mean it's so good did they know what they were doing when they wrote that review did they know how brilliant that those two sentences are I didn't go to the damn joy walk. I barely drove past the place. Also, who are you talking to? Who has accused you of going there? It, oh, which, oh, maybe it was like his wife or something. And he, she was like, I saw you at the joy walk with that girl again. And then he was like, ah, look at this review. I, I said that I hadn't even been there before. I, something like that. I mean, that's the only explanation. That's a really good explanation. But it's like, What? That's not how reviews work, but it's how they should work, maybe. But, I mean, yeah. I barely drove past the place. And what does that mean? 
What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you barely totally, drove past. He's like trying to you, cover up for something. <laughs> but I mean, that doesn't even make sense. No. You know, no. like you, you started to drive past it, but you turned around, or you actually drove by at a very slow crawl, so you could, but you couldn't really call it driving. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's so I good. Love it. love it. Oh shit. So if anybody <laughs> sees any unintentionally brilliant reviews, please send them my way. I also love Facebook Marketplace weird yeah. shit on Facebook Marketplace. Coming like, up with some gold lately. Yeah. Well, the problem is like I actually shop on Facebook Marketplace a lot because I have a thrifting addiction, and so the algorithm doesn't put weird stuff in my feed like it used to. So I don't mm-hmm. get the quirky shit. But lately. The quirky shit has been showing up, but my favorite was Daddy's Garage for $1,234. So a lot of people put one, two, three, yeah. four on the price, but it's just a Daddy's Garage. And it was a photo of the interior of somebody's garage with like nice cast iron pans and stuff hanging out. But Daddy's Garage for one, two, three, four thousand dollars which they edited later to $12,000. Oh, God. Uh, like, yeah. Which is so weird. Like, why would you do one, two, three, four, and then change it to one, two, three, four, five? Anyway, no description, nothing, nope. <laughs> no like. Oh, I'm selling all my dad's. Well, nope, no, nothing. Just Here's daddy's garage. One, two, one, two, three, four, and then then one, two, three, four, five. Oh shit! Come in. I want to buy daddy's garage. Shit, yes, what? I am daddy's garage. <laughs> yes, you are. Yep. Oh, shit. Should we do some quick shout-outs? Fuck yeah, we should. That's There's nothing better than you people. Yeah. Hey, this than... is a great time. If you've been waiting, sign up for our Patreon. Yeah, because you can also buy the yearly price. Yeah. At, oh, I guess you can do that anytime. Never mind. I was going to make some kind of like connection to the first of the year. It doesn't Well, you matter. do. The reason it's the first, close to the first of the month is because to offer it a yearly subscription we had to shift our payment right so if you sign up now then you get like a full month if right you, if you sign up at the end of the month they'll charge you twice they'll like right. at the end and then again at the beginning right anyway so that's just a that's just a complicated tip that means yes. pay Do for it. pay for your patreon at the beginning of the month not yes. the end of the month yes you just it's a better deal yes period if you sign up for a whole year you get a discount i still don't remember what that discount is it's pro- it's seventy five percent off. <laughs> it is not. It's eighty. Eighty percent off if you not. sign up for a full year. Hey, when you sign up and it's not, then go yell at Courtney about it. <laughs> like, uh, so if I just pay for one month, I get a whole year. Yes. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. It's how it works. It's a bizarre loophole that we signed up for. No, it's like five uh, or ten percent or something, but still. I think it's ten percent. Okay. Thank you so much to Hanako J. I hope oh, I fuck. I, I mean, it's just one of those names that... Cor- My name's Courtney. What's your name? Hanako. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh, you're superior to me. Yep. So... <laughs> Clearly. I, yeah, I can picture the. I can picture Hanako, too. You know, yes, like, just... Yes, I totally can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smells good. Gorgeous. You know, like a, mm-hmm. Yeah, Smart. kind of an, an, like one of those androgynous scents, sort of like... Um, ambery, tobacco-y kind uh-huh. of thing. You're like you're like I can't. I don't know what. It, maybe a little vetiver in there. Mm-hmm. I can't place it, but it's Lingers. attractive. You like it. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Good yeah. job. Uh, thank you so much to Amy S. Amy S. stands for Amy Superior to everyone else. <laughs> 
and a big thank you to Shay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a last initial. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to because they're like Madonna or yeah, Shay. Madonna. <laughs> or Prince. Or Cher. Shay. Cher. Shay. Thank you, Shay. Thank you, Shay. Thank you, guys, all of you who support us over there. We really appreciate it. We do really appreciate it. And it's the first of the year, so we are going to have a party soon. For oh, you yeah. Guys. We need to do that. Yep. We need to do that. And we'll start. Well, that's this is for Patreon people. We're going to start sending your goodies out again because it's been another three months. So we got to put some cool shit in the mail. Yep. So do you, you want, want your goodies? A- do you want a party mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. over the internets? Also, if you, the money that goes into Patreon mostly is just going to go to us being generous to Back other people. To you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's a good investment. Shit, if yeah. you're a good person, if you're a shitty person, then don't go be sign up for our Patreon Please because don't. not worth it. No, I think you'll generally be very disappointed in your investment. <laughs> you're like, oh God, these people talk about being a good person a lot. That's uncomfortable. And then also they're giving my money to charities and things. Gross. Yeah hate it yeah so if you're a shitty person go fucking shop on amazon and give i've shop on amazon i don't i'm not but that jeff Jeff bezos as you know is the worst person on the planet and so if you're a shitty person just give more money to him (laughs) instead of us did you hear that amazon bought wondery i did i did i did i I feel very uncomfortable about that very uncomfortable yeah Yes. Yep. I know. Because uh, so many good podcasts on Wondery. Yes. I just listened to Dr. Death 2. <gasps> There's a Dr. Death 2? Oh, yeah. Duh, dude. Fuck. Hello. Um, it's good. It's shorter. It's quite a bit shorter, but it's fucked up. It's like... God. I don't... I mean, it's hard to say which doctor's worse, but it's Dr. Fada, which he just did some really awful shit. <sighs> treated told people they had cancer when they didn't and treated them even if they did no. treated them no. for too long and like, no yes yep people would try to move to hospice and he'd say no and keep giving them chemo i mean like really fucked Mm-mm. up shit. Mm-hmm. god man yep i mean spoiler alert but they make it very clear in the very beginning that this is the story <laughs> god <laughs> so go listen it's fucked up yeah that first one really fucked me up like really badly yeah this one it's- will too this one, in some ways, is even more cruel. Like, Ugh. yep, it's really awful. So, reminder, if you're seeing a doctor, get a second opinion. Oh, my God, please get a second opinion. Also, yeah. it is fucked out there. I haven't gotten into it very much because it just was all very overwhelming. But Laura got super sick for two months, like, couldn't mm-hmm. move. Um, she's fine, but she got a full-body inflammatory condition just out of fucking nowhere. Basically thought she had, like some really intense rheumatoid arthritis or leukemia or something. She doesn't. Um, So had to recently navigate the medical system. And then right after that thought that I had breast cancer, don't. And then right after that, one of our best friends had just like some really mysterious, super intense thing go on. She's also fine, but it's fucking terrible, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about Laura, like had you ended up in an office with Dr. Fada he right. would have 100% told her she had cancer. Right. And treated her for Ugh. the cancer, which probably the treatment would have killed her. Killed her. Oh, my God. And you would believe him because he was, in like quotes, a well-respected, like, world-renowned doctor. Oh, it's awful. And nobody 
looked into him. Yeah, it's awful. Just just the just the system is awful. You mm-hmm. guys, it's having done those cases, the hospital deaths mm-hmm. cases, and then immediately like gone to these places as people who should for every reason have like skated through the system. It was Mm -hmm. fucking horrible. It was more traumatizing than her actual illness was like dealing with doctors and dealing with the fucking just bullshit you have to go through to try to get well in this country. Mm -hmm. It's so criminal. And so, and we had best case scenario by far insurance, flexible work, you know, on and on and on like we are the short of being like billionaires like we are the best it can be and it was Mm -hmm. awful so Mm -hmm. anyway that's a tangent that doesn't need to happen right now but so maybe wait wait on dr death to court yeah (laughs) i'm so fucking fired up about it go see an acupuncturist they will actually help they will give you a good diagnosis which is what we learned and then take that information and bring it back to your fucking i never know if we're in the east or the west we're the west we're the west take yes. it back to your western doctors and be like this is what's wrong with me now fucking treat it you piece of shit <laughs> and then like, oh, grab okay. by the scruff and slam them against the wall <laughs> <laughs> which i, I do did that not to, do to but I, when my puppy when he gets the butter off yeah, i have to I shake him by his scruff <laughs> drop it <laughs> and he will not exactly exactly i have two percent battery <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway we love you guys and yes, if you're we not do. well um, I'm thinking of you and I will help you in any way I possibly can. And if you are well, I'm also thinking of you and will help you. In any yeah, way man, I'm a can. doula and I will yeah. doula all of you. So you just yes. call. Yeah. And know. I'm just a Leo and I did not fucking, I cannot handle And cancer, cancer rising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also cancer. Mm-hmm. This is a fuck, a fuck fest over here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do not fuck with that. I don't know, but we will fucking uh, snap you with our snappy mm-hmm. claws. Not you. Well, people around you. Yes, bad people. Oh, the shit, bullies. No. One, one person. We gotta go. Okay, we love you guys. We love uh, you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook at They Will Kill. Email us at They Will Kill Podcast at Gmail dot com. Go to our website They Will Kill dot com. <laughs> Thank you, AJ Bergantz, for our music. Rate, review, subscribe. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.